In this episode of Savannah, Georgia, Anything But Ordinary. One year where we had a Saturday parade and over a million people came into the city. And the Irish ambassador to the United States was in the audience and got up and talked about what an epicenter for Irish heritage and culture that Savannah was. Uh, so there is this great kind of bond but that continues to this day between Savannah and Ireland. Hey y'all, I'm Shannon. Thanks for tuning in to Savannah, Georgia, Anything But Ordinary. In this episode, we'll talk about Savannah's Irish side with Caleb Harkleroad, Vice President of Harkleroad Diamonds and member of Bi-Local Savannah and Savannah's Ancient Order of the Hibernians. Savannah has gained notoriety for hosting one of the largest St. Patrick's Day celebrations in the U.S. But did you know that Savannah's ties to Ireland extend far beyond just St. Patrick's Day? We like to say Savannah is Irish year-round. Take a listen. It's it's, uh, it's an interesting phenomenon that people who come to their first parade have you know can't really figure out that it was Savannah, Georgia. Why do we have this huge parade? Um, and any any good Savannian will tell you that we are second to New York only due to population. They <laughs> they just have more people than we do, so that's why they're number one. But we have the best parade, and that is shown, I think, by bands and people from Ireland, from New York, from Boston to Chicago. All these people are coming to us. And even they're saying, you know, that our parades don't touch what Savannah does. For those of you that, again, don't aren't familiar with our parade, it is the single biggest day of the year in Savannah. There's just so much tradition wrapped up into it beyond. We have the saying that everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, especially in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, it's things like the families that have been setting up in the same square, their little tent with food and family and friends and all of that. They they go to their same spot every year, year after year. So my alarm on parade day, if I've slept at all, because it's like Christmas morning for me, I look forward to this day every single year. It's a Patrick's Day in Savannah. All the boys are on parade. Uh, my alarm usually goes off at four um, just because I'm just ready to get up. I'm so excited. Uh, and you will notice uh, if it's your first time in the parade, the 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 attire for, for men if you're in the parade committee is the, the infamous green jacket that you can get at Jay Parker's just up the road. Um, uh, so I, you know, my green jacket is you know i usually have it pressed before the uh parade um you know usually a good bow tie uh very comfortable shoes because uh, it is a long day um you know and then you know lots of us have memorial sashes or sashes of jobs that we've had in the parade committee i have a memorial sash with my grandmother's um a name and date and uh, a shamrock for each of her children and each of her grandchildren. And then pens are the other thing that are big and are, are kind of seem silly, but you know, everybody has a pen, you mm-hmm. know, every group has a pen, every grand marshal has a pen, every, everybody has a pen. So those are lined up on the sash. I, I head downtown, uh, probably five 30. Um, I walk in the parade. So I get dropped off at the beginning of the parade brow about Forsyth park. I usually bring my company or whoever I have with me, uh, to, the mansion for a really good big breakfast um, to to soak up you know whatever I might imbibe that day. We line up uh, just at the uh, southwest corner of Forsyth Park, 
So I go find my group. I walk with a little group called the IWP, the little group of guys in the parade committee, Irish whiskey party. That's just our <laughs> – we at the election, we go and tailgate the election and drink fine Irish whiskey. Uh, so it's uh, it's a great group. And they're friends of ours. We get together all the time, uh, about probably 20 of us. Um, so we usually go over there and just hang out and chit-chat and – you know, get the float ready uh, that we pull and just talk to people and catch up and just kind of chew the fat until we step off. And what time do y'all usually step off? So when we're at the be- – families are usually at the beginning of the parade um, and family floats. So we usually step off about 11.15. So okay. about 35, 40, 40 minutes after the parade kicks off. Okay. Yeah. And then – so then you're finishing what? About 1, 2 o'clock? Yeah, about 1, one thirty, two o'clock. Yeah. 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 And by that time – your job, you know, we've been like I said, we've been celebrating for a month, so we're we're ready to go home, and <laughs> take a nap, and, and yeah. call the day. Running know? on but, fumes, yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a it's a great day. I wouldn't have it any other way. That's amazing. Yeah, for a lot of people also that don't know, after the parade, it actually gets pretty quiet in most of the historic district. Certainly, down in City Market and River Street, stay pretty lively throughout the yep. rest of the day. But once the parade's over, a lot of people pack it up and go home. It's yep. nap time. Yep, it's. I mean, because you figure, like I said, you've been up since four clock and, yeah you know it's you're just and a lot of you know a lot of us go back to work the next day and and so we get back to business as usual so uh yeah after the parade i'm i'm usually ready to go take a nice long nap yeah definitely <laughs> awesome well that sounds like the perfect saint patrick's day day to me it is hard to beat yep. yeah savannah is an irish place year-round we have this connection um to ireland because we have such a huge irish population here in savannah and they were here uh, as early as the 1730s. In fact, the first one of the first nine people in the first col- Oglethorpe's colony to own land were Irish immigrants. So we see the Irish coming in the 1730s. And then we also have this huge influx in Savannah as well as, you know, um, up and down the eastern seaboard during the Great Hunger mm-hmm. uh, in Ireland uh, in the 1840s. Um, loads of Irish were leaving Ireland, never to go back, and they were settling in New York, Boston, um, and in Charleston, and Savannah. Savannah saw a very large number uh, of Irish influx. Cities started closing to the Irish. This is when you start seeing Irish need not apply um, signs and whatnot. Um, and while Savannah experienced a little bit of that, Savannah remained a fairly open city to the Irish. With a booming, us being a booming port town, we had railroads to work on and infrastructure that we needed built. And and the Irish contributed to that in a great way. So yeah, I mean, we, we have this huge history of, of, of Irish people coming and settling in Savannah. And they've obviously left a, a lasting impression. What a lot of people don't know is that St. Patrick's Day for the Irish community is the end of the celebrations uh, in the Irish community. We've been celebrating since the last Sunday in February, which is the day we elect a grand marshal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, It's been likened to kind of electing a pope. All the parade committee files in and you're locked in the gym until there is a grand marshal. So yeah. for those of you that don't know, the grand marshal of the parade is a highly sought after, highly prestigious position in the parade. It's basically the homecoming king of the St. Patrick's Day parade, prom mm-hmm. king, uh, runner of the show, uh, highest bidder, yep. whatever Savannah's you want to call it. Savannah's top Irishman for yes, a year. Yes, yes. And um, do they, they lead the parade, right? They do. Yeah. They do. They do lead the parade, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it is it is within this community, it is such a huge honor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is um, it is almost a lifetime achievement award, uh, you know, because, it, uh, you know, we, we do like to think that it is um, – 
merit-based off of all the things that you've put into the Irish community over the years. Right. Um, so, yeah, but it is extremely, it is extremely sought after. We celebrate from that day to the day of the parade. And there are, so there are um, I believe, um, for the Grand Marshal, from that day to the day of the parade, 78 or 85 events that he has to attend oh, in, those, wow. in those days. That's all from the end of February to St. Patrick's to Day. To St. Patrick's Day. And about a three-week three period. Three-week period. Pretty crazy. But one of those events uh, is the Celtic Cross Ceremony, which uh, Emmett Park, you'll see that there's a beautiful, large Celtic Cross. Uh, there's also four benches made of Irish limestone that the uh, AOH and the uh, Ancient Order of Hibernian, excuse me, and the other Irish organizations chipped in and built and memory uh, of of the Irish mm-hmm. that have gone before us, which is what the Celtic cross represents. That is almost like a snapshot into what uh, the beginnings of the St. Patrick's Day Parade would have been. Um, we have the, just celebrated our 195th St. Patrick's Day Parade, but at Celtic Cross, um, we all gather for Mass. All the Irish societies process in with their group. Um, we, saw, we go to Mass, and then after that, we walk from the cathedral down to Emmett Park, mm-hmm. where usually we have a speaker, and then there's a reception uh, nearby. Um, but it's it's almost an internal celebration of our heritage. You know, the the people that went before us and passed on our faith uh, gave us our the history of our families and 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 that connection to Ireland. It's mm-hmm. a very special event, and it's almost like a you know that's the reason for the green season. So if you've not been, I, I would highly recommend you go. It's road bowling is uh, a sport played uh, that originated in Cork, uh, so you'd appreciate this. <laughs> uh, the Irish, in their very cheeky manner, when the English were would you know. Um, they would take English small English cannonballs that were shot by the English, mm-hmm. and they would roll them back to the British camp, and whoever could get there in the least amount of throws won. That's where the sport originated, and so we do that around uh, two twice a year on Hutch- Hutchinson Island, um, and we usually have about eighty teams uh, of three. Wow! Uh, that 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 bowl. Uh, we have a food truck and. It's great. It's a great event. It's a great, great family and event. And they use the original cannon? We use cannonballs. Cannonballs? Yeah, 20, How heavy are 20, they? 28-ounce cannonballs, I oh think. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, I, th- I think that's the measurement, but they're, they're heavy. They're are there heavy. women who roll, too, oh, yeah, and kids? Absolutely. And... Women, kids, men, everybody. Oh, that's amazing. Everybody. It's a great time. Very cool. Really cool time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Hibernians were, I think you mentioned this, the ones that started the parade in Savannah. So, yeah, the Hibernian Society of Savannah started the parade in, I believe, 18... 18- 44. Okay. I believe. And it was um, actually started out as an invitation um, to hear a discourse on St. Patrick. Huh. Um, and it was um, on the green, I believe. So there's a small procession. Uh, from down, from somewhere in downtown, maybe uh, I don't think it was a cathedral because actually it was um, Irish Protestants who started the parade. Um, that that. Um, it was their fraternal organization that began the, the small procession, and then eventually Catholics joined. Um, so there's that interesting tidbit wow. that I don't think a lot of people know because now it seems you know predominantly a Catholic celebration. Um, yeah. But you know, can't forget that you know our the Irish Protestants uh, helped start that. I've not been able to find a lot of research as to when that kind of blend started to happen. Yeah. Um, I know it was not long after that those processions started, mm-hmm. but there was a time where it was it was strictly Irish Protestants. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's it's really interesting to think that 
you know, when Savannah, when the, the colony was being formed pre-revolution, the Catholics weren't even allowed no. here. No, they weren't. And now, you know, we have a whole day dedicated to right, it. Right, <laughs> right. And one of the South's largest cathedrals yeah. as well, which is interesting, the Sistine of the South. Yes, that's it, the so. Cathedral of St. Yeah. John the Baptist. For yep. those of you who are not familiar, and when you come to Savannah, you absolutely have to go in there. And if you can attend a mass, please do. It's beautiful. That's probably why. So that parade is a long route. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> three, three, three point two miles or something like that. And you walk it every year? Every year. Every year. Every How year. many years have you been walking it? So I was in, I went to, I walked in the flag unit as a kid and I did that for a few years. And then I went to, um, when I was in high school, I, um, maybe from sophomore year on, I bagpiped in the parade with the Savannah Pipe and Drum Corps. Then I went to the seminary for four years, Catholic seminary. And so I was I was not here. And mm-hmm. then I came back in 2016 and I've walked every year since. Wow. So I, as a kid, remember going to the parade and seeing bagpipers and just thinking that was the coolest thing I had ever seen. Yeah. It would, which is, I guess, odd for a child to think. But um, <laughs> so the summer I turned 15, I worked at a pizza place in town. I saved every penny I had and I bought a set of bagpipes and I taught myself for a year. And then after that, the Savannah Pipe and Drum Corps came into being and I hopped on with them and took lessons and I'm still taking lessons to this day from the same guy that started it way back when. Um, yeah, and that, that's kind of how I got my start piping. Um, probably my, my greatest St. Patrick's Day memory would be the first parade I bagpiped in because I was just like, oh my God, it was kind of like a dream come true. Like I'd always wanted to do this. Yeah. And now I was finally doing it. Yeah. Um, I was winded afterwards, but uh, it was great. I loved every minute of it. Uh, I can't imagine. I mean, you see so many people carrying like heavy instruments or with children or dogs or anything, and they are just happy as can be from beginning to end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a great day for the Irish, yeah. Yeah. And so for those of you also that are curious about what kinds of things you can see in the parade, we have not only these really great groups of societies and organizations, we also have huge floats from all kinds of organizations. We have local marching bands. Was it the New York Fire Department that came? So we have NYPD. Uh, they, okay. they bring a lot of their officers and their pipe bands. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had the Dublin, the Irish Air Corps, excuse me, Irish Air Corps. Um, they come, their pipe band comes every year. They're a staple at Spanky's on River Street. That's where <laughs> you'll find them after the parade. They'll be piping and having a great time. Um, we have, I mean, so many great pipe bands. Um, um, uh, the um, Virginia Tech band comes every year. Or, um, I mean, just... I mean, there are bands from all over the the world mm-hmm. that come to this parade. Mm-hmm. Um, firefighters from just about every city in the country. I mean, right. you know, New York, Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, um, police, uh, the third ID, our own guys here at home. Right. Uh, it's a great showcase for them, their band. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's it, everybody. Everybody kind of participates. I think that's what I love so much about the parade. I think. Growing up in the Northeast, there's such a huge culture around marching band culture, mm-hmm. especially with football season and everything like that. There's such a focus on music. And I think for me, my first St. Patrick's Day parade, that was what I appreciated so much was how much music was in the parade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. a very musical parade and music mm-hmm. of all kind, not just pipe bands. You know, we have uh, 
colonial bands. I mean, we, we've we've got it all. We've, yeah, we've and the you can think of the Junkanoo band. Junkanoo band. Yeah, you can't we, miss I them. Mean, they're smack dab in the middle of the St. Patrick's Day parade, and they are a hit. Yeah. I mean, they uh, and you know they're a huge hit at uh, the Tybee parade, which is something people might not know is that. Uh, Tybee has its own St. Patrick's Day parade. I think it's the Saturday prior Usually. to mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day, and that's a great little time. That's an easy parade. That's just that's just a you know like a mile and a half straight shot down Butler. Um, but uh, I remember last year finishing the parade and going to a a uh, get together for the Grand Marshal, and um, I was in the kitchen, and all of a sudden the Junkanoo band walks into the kitchen and. <laughs> and it was crazy. It was a great time. It's oh, a great yeah. Time. They're yeah. so wild. For those of you that don't know what Junkanoo is, they are a Caribbean band. Yeah. I don't know exactly which nation yeah, they're from. I'm not sure either. Um, I'd have to look that up. But they come every year and they basically do like a one week residency in Savannah. So they start with um, the Tybee Island St. Patrick's Day Parade. And then whatever the span of time is, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, they're on the island and they play at the Tybee Island Crab Shack. I believe it's every hour on the hour about at the Tide yep. Island Crab Shack, but they'll walk around with diners and they have these steel drums and whistles and they have these wild outfits that are just so elaborate. And if you Google them, you can see pictures right away. It's amazing. And they're so lively and exciting and it's just so much energy and they bring that to Tybee Island and then they bring it to the yeah. St. Patrick's yeah, Day they, they're Parade. they're incredible to, to hang out with and uh, they, they love a good time so yeah. they're in the right place yeah so that's another really great point too to the St. Patrick's Day Parade is yes it's Irish focused but it really displays a lot of different cultures and it's, it's really just about sharing in community and in celebration again kind of like what we talked about with the families that set up and everything it is all encompassing holiday of of sharing, I think. And I think the community is a great word, too, because, you know, another group that comes over for the parade and have for, for two two decades, I believe, are the uh, Irish Prison Guard and the Garda. Um, Garda are Irish police officers. Um, and they come every year um, and march with the Emerald Society here, um, our police Emerald Society. And, and about that word community is they have made lasting friendships with people here in Savannah. And and in, in turn, Savannians have made those lasting relationships with people in Ireland. When I was in Ireland, um, I talked to those guys that, that I met, have met throughout the years and um, spent a lot of time with them in Ireland. They took time out and they, myself and and also friends um, that that I have in Savannah, they when they go to Ireland, they take time off, they drive you around, mm-hmm. they make you feel so welcome. Uh, so there is this great kind of bond, but that continues to this day between Savannah and Ireland. Right. I wonder if that is where maybe culturally Savannah has developed such a trend of hospitality. I mean, you think about Irish culture as being so welcoming, and it is. It you know. I was talking to somebody in Ireland in a pub of all places about this, is that the South and Ireland have very similar attitudes about life. Right. In Ireland, um, nobody is in a hurry to do anything at all, which is very familiar to, to, to Savannah. Um, and everyone always has time for a drink, and irrespective of time of day. <laughs> you know, so um, – it. You know, there's just that it. I, the best way I can explain Ireland to somebody who has never been is when you get off the plane, it's like they have been waiting on you to get there. Um, you know, um, when we got off the plane in Ireland, 
there was a guy waiting in, with a wheelchair for my grandmother. And as soon as we got off, she sat and he goes, hey, Miss Poole, how you doing? It's What are you doing? What are we doing today? You know, just like he had known us all of our life. Right. Um, and the people from Ireland that come to the parade experience that same hospitality when they come here. Yeah. I think that's really important, too, that for as welcoming as Savannah is, as, as hospitable as it is all year, it's even more magnified on parade day. Yep. But it yep. is something that we all, I think, exemplify as a community year round, just like how the community is Irish year round. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I always say everybody in Savannah is in, is in hospitality because we do have so many visitors that come um, year round, not just for St. Patrick's Day, but there are places um, that they can come if, the, if it, you know, that's their inclination, that there are places here that they can experience the Irish culture. I stopped by O'Connell's for a pint and I walked in and I was greeted by two guys from Ireland, one from Kerry and his cousin from Cork. And um, they were here. They were in, in the States. They own a large uh, antique company in Ireland. Uh, so I was chatting with them and they said, this is the best pint I've had in the States was at O'Connell's. And that's high praise from an Irishman if he's complimenting a pint wow. of Guinness. Yeah. Um, but, you know, O'Connell's is great. It's a very genuine Irish pub. You walked in and you're greeted by, you know, dark woods, uh, signs in Gaelic, uh, a picture of the Pope, uh, John Paul, the St. John Paul II on the wall, uh, Hurley sticks uh, and snugs like tight little booths, which are a f- staple furniture item in Ireland and a, and a good pub. Any good pub has a good snug so you can sit and, and have a chat. And they were just blown away. They walked in and they said it felt like they were back in Ireland. So how do you see the parade changing in the future, if at all? You know, I think uh, the... Irish and Savannah are at an interesting point in their history. Right now, we're kind of at a generational change, you know. So a lot of the people that started events like um, Terrafesh, the Irish Festival, which mm-hmm. happened, which kind of kicks off the green season, second weekend in February every year. Um, those people are kind of retiring, stepping down, or they've passed away. And um, now it's up to the new generation, uh, the younger generation, to carry those things on and kind of make it their own and leave their impression because the older Irish generations have certainly left their impression and, and made their mark. And now it's kind of our turn to to build upon that foundation. Um, so I, I don't know how it would change. Uh, I, God, I don't think it could get any longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's always interesting the people we pull in for the parade. Uh, another note, you know, we had like Savannah Music Festival last year had Lunasa. Uh, which is a great award-winning, world-renowned Irish band, tra- traditional band. Um, and the Irish ambassador to the United States was in the audience, and Daniel Mulhall, and got up and talked about what an epicenter for Irish heritage and culture that Savannah was. And it just went on and on about how wonderful it was. Um, so I, I don't know how I see it changing. I, 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 I Like I said, we're in the middle of this kind of shift um, and I think we're still waiting to see what our generation is going to do with these events and, 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 and this legacy that has been left to us. I think that's a really interesting thought, too, about Savannah as a city. I mean, kind of running parallel concepts that, you know, the city is going through an overwhelming change right now. You know, we kind of have been in this growth period and everything and certainly are continuing that. But mm-hmm. the city is also shifting a lot towards different sure. focuses and, and uh 
things that are important and priorities to the city and our communities here. And I, I think that probably that's similar to what what the parade and what all of you will be going through. Yeah, absolutely. And um, but it is it is nice to see that many people my age and just a hair older are so incredibly involved, mm-hmm. um, which is I don't think a, something that is enjoyed by a lot of societies, you know, whether they be Irish or whatnot. Um, Savannah, the, the, the new generation in Savannah is very, very tuned in and involved and ready to roll up their sleeves and, and help continue to make these events successful for visitors and locals. Why do you think that is? I think it's different when it's like in your blood. I think it's, 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 there's a different type of investment that you have when it's your family. Like this is something that, that a lot of people worked very hard to achieve. You know, there's a lot of people that have gone before us and you know, like I said, like we talked at the beginning, there was a time even in this city where Irish need not apply signs were in the door and the window. And now we have the second largest parade in the United States. So I think that we all just have a vested interest in carrying that pride on and then handing it on to our kids and, and, and grandkids and whatnot. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Savannah, Georgia, Anything But Ordinary. This podcast has been brought to you by Visit Savannah, the official destination marketing organization for Savannah, Georgia, and the surrounding area, produced by Tyler Edick and hosted by Shannon Lowry. Make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite listening platform, follow us on social media at Visit Savannah, and learn more at visitsavannah.com.